0: Rabish Sadri amri wahlul yafkahu amin. Assalamu alaykum. Thank you so much for joining me again today. Aaj hum baat about those names of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala that share the root letters Ghafara. Ghafara, in the verb form, is loosely translated as to forgive. However, the meaning actually has many other connotations, and it's more nuanced than just forgiveness. In pre-Islamic Arabic, ghafara meant to conceal something, to cover something up by putting a layer on top of it. And eventually it took on the meaning of overlooking harm caused by someone to you, and it developed the connotation of forgiveness as a means of obscuring a fault, covering it with something so that it is no longer visible or noticeable. So it developed the meaning of a veiling of shortcomings. Additionally. Ghafara can also mean covering up as a form of protection. In classical Arabic, and interestingly enough in Urdu as well, the word for helmet is topi. It's the armor for the head. So Allah's maghfira does not simply mean that he forgives. Allah covers and protects in a physical sense and also in a spiritual sense. He protects and shields us from the evil consequences of our own actions. And in another way, he also keeps our thoughts and intentions hidden. Our innermost feelings are covered and protected by him. So that's also included in Allah subhanahu wa Taala's Maghfirah. Allah has attributed Maghfirah or this character of granting forgiveness to himself over 300 times in the Qur'an. And in, in d- many different verses, Surah Al-Anam, uh, Ayah number 165, Surah Al-Araf, Ayah number 167, Allah says, rahim." Your Lord is swift in punishment, but he is most forgiving and most merciful. Now there are seven different nouns that are derived from this root form, of which three, which is Al-Ghafir, al ghafur and al those are part of the 99 names and then there are four other names which are not uh, on the list of 99 and those are wasi ul maghfira the one whose forgiveness is vast then there is ahlul maghfira the one with the right to give maghfira there is dhul maghfira which is the owner of maghfira and then there is Khairul maghfira, the best of the ones who can forgive now moving on to the three which are Part of the 99 beautiful names of Allah Al Ghafir, Al Ghafur, and Al Ghafar. Ghafir follows a simple pattern in Arabic language for a doer, like a file. So, Al Ghafir basically means one who forgives. So, Allah is the one who forgives. Al Ghafur is much more powerful. It emphasizes the power of the verb. So al-ghafir is used once in the Quran. Al-ghafir is used 91 times. So ghafir is the one who forgives. Ghafur is the one who has the power or the authority to forgive. So Ghafur is for quality or intensity of the forgiveness. So regardless of how huge the sin may be, Allah will forgive. Al-Ghaffar structurally indicates frequency or continuity. So Al-Ghaffar is the one who forgives over and over, continuously forgiving, perpetually forgiving. In Surah Al-Hijr, which is Ayah number um, Surah number 15, Ayah number 49, Allah says, "Nabi ibadi anni al Rahim." That O Muhammad, inform my servants that it is I who is the forgiving and the merciful. Now this combination of Ghafur or raheem is one of the most common combinations in the Quran. It appears for about seventy-two times in the Quran. And reiterating the fact that when two attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are used in conjunction, the meanings are complementary to one another. So in the case of Al ghafur or Rahim, because Allah has rahmah, he forgives. And because Allah forgives, it is a manifestation of his rahmah. So these two attributes of forgiveness and rahmah are very closely tied together. al Ghafur is also used as part of um, a few other uh, combinations in the Quran as well. al Ghafur Al-Aziz. Despite Allah's power, he forgives. Then Allah haleem al Ghafur Al-Afoo, al Shukur Al-Aziz, Al-Wudud. And inshallah, we'll get into those when we do the meanings of the other words. Now, moving on to how do we obtain Allah's maghfirah and how do we live by this attribute. Hadith Bukhari is Abu Bakr r.a. asked Rasulullah to teach him a prayer that he could recite, a dua that he could recite in his prayer and Rasulullah told him to recite this beautiful dua. Allahumma oh inni zalamtu nafsi zulman kabiran O Allah, I have done a great wrong to my soul. Wala yaghfiru zunubi illa anta. And there is none to forgive the sins except you. Faghfirli maghfiratan min indika. Grant me a pardon from yourself. Warhamni and have mercy on me. Inna ka anta al rahim as you are the most forgiving and most compassionate. So it's a beautiful dua to memorize and we need to profusely be seeking forgiveness from Allah. Rasulullah Wasallam is said to have done istighfar a hundred times a day so we can only imagine where we stand. Not only is asking for forgiveness as a means to seek forgiveness, but Allah also promises that he would increase you in blessings if you seek forgiveness. In Surah No, which is Surah number 71, Ayah 10, Allah says, And ask forgiveness of your Lord. Indeed, he is ever Ghaffar, the perpetual forgiver. And then in Ayah 11 and 12, he goes on to say, And he will send from the sky upon you. In continuing showers, and give you increase in wealth and children, and provide for you gardens and provide for you rivers. So seeking istighfar is something that we need to do profusely. Beyond that, what can we do? Forgive others, so you may be forgiven. In Surah Noor, which is Surah number twenty-four, Ayah number twenty-two was revealed after the incident of Bibi Aisha, when uh, the slandering incident and Hazrat Abu Bakr decided that he would not be giving the stipend he used to give to one of the cousins who was involved in spreading the rumors about uh, Hazrat Aisha Al-Anha, and this ayah was revealed telling him not to do that and the ayah said would you not like that Allah should forgive you and Allah is forgiving and merciful so forgiving others is another way that we can hope to obtain forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala another thing we can do is we focus on the positive attributes of others Imam Ghazali said about Maghfira that every creature is bound to have perfection and imperfection or ugliness and beauty. So whoever overlooks the ugly and mentions only the beautiful is the one who shares in this attribute. So we must highlight the good and cover the false. Additionally, we can follow up a bad deed with a good one. In Surah Taha, which is Surah number 20, Ayah number 82, Allah says, But indeed, I am the ghafar of whoever repents and believes and does righteousness and then continues in guidance. Again, Allah says, After mentioning punishment in Surah Furqan, which is Surah 25, Ayah 70, Except for those who repent, believe and do righteous work, for them Allah will replace their evil deeds with good and Allah is al ar rahim. So we need to be able to replace our bad deeds with good deeds. If we make an error, we feel like we've done wrong, we make istighfar and we try to follow that up with a good deed. The most optimistic ayah in the Quran from Surah Zumar, which is Surah number 39, ayah 53, tells us, never give up hope of Allah's mercy for Allah forgives all sins. So today I leave you with this beautiful dua, O Allah al-Ghaffar, we know that you forgive, cover and protect continuously. Forgive our sins, the first one, the last one, the hidden and apparent, and enable us to keep turning to you, seeking forgiveness. Conceal our shortcomings in this life and on the day of judgment. Protect us from the effects of our sins and aid us to be forgiving to others. Amen.